Hi people, it's Chili here from Live Listen and Raced, and welcome to the 25th episode of 5 Minute Review. For this episode, I will tackle the new Iron Maiden album, Sunjutsu, their newest album since 2015's Book of Souls. Was it worth the wait? Is it going to live up to their legacy? Or is it audible seppuku? Join me in this episode to find out. The first track is Senjutsu, opening the album in an ominous pattern with sporadic drumming and big guitars. This track will also serve as their opening song during their tour, and it's big in sound. Certainly not a bad track. The following track is Stratego. This song is traditional Maiden. It's galloping bass lines together with Bruce's lyrics delivered in his style. Old school Maiden fans will love this track. A great follow-up. The next track is The Writing on the Wall. I have to say this right away, I did not like this song upon release, and subsequent listens haven't changed my opinion. The song feels stale musically, and lacking any flair. It suits the album well in its location on the track list, but an average song in my opinion. The next track is Lost in a Lost World, and it's an interesting 9.5 minute track open into an acoustic guitars and vocals before crashing into the beefy bass lines and guitars play out before being joined by some airy keyboard parts in the background. When the change in tempo happens, the keys play more prominence and the whole song gives me a 7th son of a 7th son vibe. Steve adds depth with his bass chords at the end of this song as well, as the song plays out to guitar solos in true Iron Maiden fashion. Days of Future Past, that first riff, ooh, gave me goosebumps. This song is incredible. Short and punchy and shows the whole band just nailing it. Listen to the song from start to finish. The Time Machine is the following track and while the last few songs had parts that sounded like Iron Maiden of old, this song truly hits at home. This song is a reflection of the newer sounding Maiden and I fucking love it, particularly at the halfway point. The next track is The Darkest Hour, and this song is about the D-Day landing, and I am curious at how they will play this live, as Maiden is renowned for their live performances involving theatrics. It's a great song to be fair, building until the end where it's a crescendo is reached and the epic guitar solos play out. Death of the Celts. Thus begins the big three. We are greeted with an instrumental opening until Bruce sings in an almost jaunty tune. This 10 plus minute epic has a story to tell over 12 verses. It is worth the time to hear it out and show some great musical pieces throughout. The Parchment. This song marks Maiden's fourth longest song. It opens with acoustic bass chords and an eastern sounding riff similar to Power Slave. It certainly does have a rhythmic riff when the song starts out, but it is overplayed, lasting over six minutes with little variables except maybe a key change. It makes this song last longer than it feels. At least with Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner and Empire of the Clouds, there were chord regressions, time signature changes, and a sense of urgency underlying these songs. This song's only saving grace is the last three minutes when it all comes to a close with epic dueling guitar solos. Hell on Earth rounds out the album and straight away I feel transported to a familiar realm with the opening riff. The song builds and changes. Nico eventually crashes into the song and brings the track up the pace and it feels like traditional Maiden. It's a terrific closing track and while impossible to compare to Book of Souls epic closer, it does a good job nonetheless. Unlike the previous track, it shifts and changes and rarely feels like it overstays one style. An awesome closing track. I feel it's important to say I love Iron Maiden. I started getting into their music in high school around the time Bruce rejoined the band and enjoy Iron Maiden Mark II. I have also been lucky enough to see them live during the Book of Souls tour, which was a stellar album. 
To prevent my thoughts on Senjutsu, I went back and listened to all their albums, even including Virtual Eleven, and found some things. Since Bruce rejoined the band, no album has been shorter than an hour. In fact, the last two albums are double albums. Although there can be an argument that with the decline of physical media and the rise of stream-based music platforms, then album limits may be redundant. Regardless, though, just because you have extra space doesn't mean you need to fill it. The other thing I found was while listening to The X Factor, and that it was a much more ambitious album. It also had some of the last fast-paced songs, particularly for any new albums thereafter. But it had to be to show off their new singer. With Bruce, fans know what to get. Their style hasn't changed much over the last two decades due to the mentality of if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and it works well with Maiden. They have made some epic albums in the last 20 years. This album sees the band plays to its strength and not change too much. In fact, it doesn't break the mould or push the boundaries either. It shows the band playing understandably slow-paced and safe tracks. At first, I thought this album was passable in the way Final Frontier was passable, but upon re-listening, it stands above this. It's a decent album, especially on tracks like Stratego, The Time Machine, and Hell on Earth, but it falls apart on tracks like The Writing on the Wall and The Parchment. The last grief I had with the album is the pacing. The last three tracks make up over 30 minutes and all follow a fairly similar style, which I will summarise badly, but play, intro, tell story, long instrumental section, add more verses, and ending solos. That is the setup. This part of the album could use with some shorter and faster songs to break up the monotonous sound. With all this said, Maiden have made a pretty solid album here, and I feel it's worth the 7 out of 10. Was it worth the wait? Hell yeah. The world could use with more Maiden. Does it live up to the legacy? Yeah, it's got its place, but that's truly yet to be seen. For now, let's enjoy the album one more time. One last thing in this long episode, but I will have some special episodes on the horizon, hopefully out next week. So stay tuned, like and subscribe to find out the following surprise.